So what, we watch anime. So what, we play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what, we stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 187 for March 3rd, 2019. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Andrew Aroa McVean. So did, did that cut off for you, Connor? Because it cut off for me and it was really funny. Uh, it actually sounded all right to me. I didn't really, I wasn't paying the most attention to it, though. It cut off at the very end for me and I almost lost it. <laughs> and uh, young, pale land. Hello and welcome to the no, um, and we of course have Andrew or I'm sorry Connor the cyberpunk monk Besh is here as well. I am hastily reading all the stories because I didn't see them posted until a few seconds ago. I post them throughout the week, Connor. I I understand oh, that. Yeah. Doesn't and, change and that I, I didn't see them. And I just have now. okay, so I'm gonna go through. I'm I'm starting with me this week. Uh, you can find me Nathan Reed Spruth. I'm reading everywhere. I'm on I'm reading on Twitch. I'm reading on Mixer. I'm reading on YouTube. ReadingEntertainment.com. You can find me at YouTube.com forward slash ReadingEntertainment as well. Pretty much type in Reading. And other than the Scrabble words that you need to unscramble for some reason, other than that, you'll find me as Nathan Reinspruth. Uh Go anywhere uh, that there's podcasts listed, so iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify. Type in Reaton. You'll find the Reaton Entertainment Podcast. You can subscribe and have it downloaded to your device whenever it's new. And the games I have played this week, I played last night. I played Apex Legend, and uh, I have a gripe with with Andrew Rowe McFain because I messaged him at least twice saying, "Hey, do you want to play games?" And you then he never me. replied. You tag you tagged me in your Discord, and I don't I, pay attention. To that I shit. did I did tag you in my Discord. The only time I ever tag you in the Discord is is when I'm talking directly to you. I yeah, never I, again. I, I don't I don't pay attention to that shit. I never. So so I get upset. Because I'll be like, oh, I have a tag, and I'll go look at the tag, and it's an at here or at everybody, and I'm just like, fuck you guys. So I never do the at here or at everyone. So if it's directly to you, I'm trying to tell you something. You're a bad person. That's what that's what you are. You know what else you could do is like send them a message. Yeah, uh, like, like a text I, or, I or a Facebook message. I, I figured, or literally just, anything better. I figured or he direct just, message me through Discord. I don't think he has a Facebook anymore. Or I do have a Facebook, but I don't use it. Oh, okay. I only use it for messaging. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So I, I, I guess I could have messaged you on Twitter, but that's still your fault. Fuck you. So I played Apex Legends, and it was it was okay. Um, you know, surprisingly enough, the the people that I ended up being grouped with because my friends didn't want to play with me. Uh, the people that I ended up being grouped with were actually not toxic. So I didn't have people yelling and being like, you suck and all that. It, everyone seemed pretty nice, and I played for a couple hours. So that was one positive thing. I'm really bad at the game, so I got that going for me. Well, I, I think that saying. Yeah, I think Connor would, would actually be okay at it because it is made by the same guys who made Titanfall, so it plays very similar to Titanfall, although mm-hmm. a little bit slowed down. Just without the giant robots? Without the giant robots and a little bit less movement, like you can't run across walls and stuff. Yeah, sure, it sure. ruins it for me. Yeah, but you you do get like grappling hooks and stuff like that with certain characters, so that's pretty fun. Anyway, I also played uh, a story that we're going to be talking about later called Toe Jam and Earl Back in the Groove. I guess, did you play that with Earl? Uh, no, I did not. I played that, although that would be good, but uh, no, I just played it by myself. It is... Uh, fun, but we'll talk about that later because there's a story about it that I just found out this week. And then what else did I play? Oh, Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts three. I beat I beat Kingdom Hearts three, but apparently I didn't go to the Winnie the Pooh world because that's what? An how op- did you not go to the Winnie the Pooh world? It's optional. Oh, so so you have to after a certain point in the game, you have to go back to the main town and go to yeah, the yeah, you, yeah. You go to Twilight Town. Yeah, and, see, I didn't. And Merlin's know that. there, and he's like, "Hello, I'm voiced by the same person that voices half of the cast of this game." <laughs> yes, and. And so you only the poop world and you play bust a move three times. I didn't know that. And so I have to, I went there and saved after the game was done because you can continue after the game's over. 
And I don't know why so anyone would want to do that, though. Shut up, Connor. And that makes so, it so weird, though. I know. So I'm going to go play through that. And then I guess there's a in the epilogue, you can also play through The World Ends With You. So I've got to play through that as well. Wait, what? That's what I heard. I could be wrong. There's no way. What? That you can play through the whole game. Not the whole game, obviously. Oh, okay. Just, there's like a, a world ends with you. The world, world. ends with you world. <laughs> that would be amazing, though. They're like, ah, this game, nobody bought it anyway. Just put it in there. That's true. Nobody <laughs> did buy it. <laughs> you know, I, I bought it, and it I didn't like it. A lot of people really liked it, and I... I might have been able to get into it, but I didn't like the battle system at all. I don't, I mean, everything about it appealed to me except for, yeah, the battle system. I just don't, I don't know, something about a fashion-based JRPG just doesn't really, doesn't well, really that, gel that didn't me. even bother me. I didn't like the fact that you had to switch between the two screens. And oh, well, they was... got rid of that in the, re- in the re-release. Well, I didn't play through the re-release. I played through the original DS version, and you had to, like, use touch controls on the bottom and then switch yeah. to normal controls on the top, and it was just not very good. It wasn't very good. I understand what they were trying to do, but I didn't like it. So, uh, I don't think I played through any other games. I played a little bit of Tetris today, but... You know, that was just, I was in a meeting with somebody and I was like, well, I'm going to play some Tetris while we talk about stuff. A so, meeting? Uh, yeah, it was the the Discord group that I'm a part of for, for streaming. And oh. uh, it's it's my Mixer team, which is The Shed, and they have a meeting every sun, every first Sunday of the month, except for last was month. About, because, huh? Was, was it about your, your next big marketing push? No, 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 no. It was, it's, they just do a community meeting and you know say how everyone's doing and what what they're trying to do to grow the shed and blah 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 you know normal stuff it's a good team i like them they're i like that team. one guy that insults you constantly he's cool uh that's connor actually he's in the chat with us <laughs> uh, right now no the other guy that insults you constantly is that orbit orbit juice yeah yeah, yeah. I, it's okay. I insult him too. He was playing through Fortnite, and I was watching him. I'm like, "Wow, you're really bad at this," because he wasn't very good at it. But that that's okay. I'm not good at Fortnite either. So, uh, one last thing about me before we before we move on to talking about Aroa and and Cyberpunk Monk. Um, Connor and I have been a part of a group called the the Rollmongers for a while, um, and we are splitting off, and we're taking Clint, we're taking Clinton's core classics with us. So pretty soon on the site, I'll probably update and have a new page with Clinton's Core Classics and the uh, basically an embed where you can listen to all the shows. And hopefully within the week, we'll have Clinton's Core Classics as part of the Reet Entertainment Network. I can't believe you guys. Why do I always get roped into these things, Connor? No, like so on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. I have links. Um, I, I've contacted all three of them, trying to get the availability for Clinton's Core Classics to be its own independent show, apart from the Rollmongers Network. So we should have Clinton's Core Classics on all three of those by this time next week. Um, Connor is going to take over the editing duties of the podcast and hopefully. Uh, make the the audio a little bit better than they have been previously and let's face it i can't do much worse can i that's true and, yes and, and then uh put a lap track in there but but i have to i have to ask how is it that i keep getting roped in not only like oh when we originally started the person who started it was like oh i'll just use you like if i need any help and like suggestions on how to improve stuff i'll just talk to you and i helped him out and then it, it came into, oh, do you want to do random voice? Like, you could come in every once in a while and kind of, like, be an NPC. And, and I was like, okay, I could do that. And then it got roped into, okay, you're going to be a player in this this game that we're playing with your Clinton's Core Classics, uh, Rise of the Rune Lord. And now... I'm not just a player. I'm now hosting the podcast on my site. I have to take all the episodes and post them on Omni Studio, which is where we host the podcast. Why? Why? Why do I keep getting roped into into these things, Connor? Hey, Nathan, are what? you having fun? Uh, I'm having fun playing the game. Are you enjoying our game? Do you, do you think it's worth a little bit of extra effort to, to have this hobby be successful? No. 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 Oh, well, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Aroa, what games have you played this week and where can we find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter, Aroa. 
YouTube Rowan337, Twitch Rowan337, Mixer Rowan. Um, I, I played the original, and by original, I mean 2016 Hitman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitman, the, the newer one. Yeah, that game's pretty cool. Uh, there, it, it, there's an impressive amount of things that you can do in in just the first level of that game. Yes, yes. There, there's so many different ways that you can you can complete the missions, which is really cool. Yeah, and... I I thought that was I thought they were like really overselling it, but wow, no, they're not at all. It's it's really really interesting how like organic such a such a small area can can be. Like, like yeah. just it's so it's so dense. It's so it's much, so dense. It's it's a lot bigger and a lot. I want to say I want to say it's a lot better than Absolution was, which came out in what, yeah, 2013 or something. Absolution um, wasn't a bad game. Mm, it got worse. <laughs> Did it, it start off as a bad game? Yeah, it started off like the first couple missions were pretty good, but it it, it got to a point great. where I was fighting like badass nuns with like Kalashnikovs, and I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, and then there's Hitman Two as well, um, which came out recently, right? Within the last mm-hmm. year, yeah. And that was uh, just a couple sorry. of days ago. You could actually play that for free on Steam. I got oh. to play. Uh, I think it's the the first level and like the the prologue stuff. So it's not like you get the whole game or anything, but it's still a lot of fun. One of the missions I have you doing is like this mock 1977 style assassination of some chess nerd. Uh, oh, they, yeah. they, they have the one way that they want you to go through it, which is you have him sit in a chair and you force the ejector seat to go off like before the plane goes off and just fucking crushing him uh but after that you could pretty much do whatever you want which had me uh crawling into the roof of this place akimbo style killing somebody picking up their rifle and just going a hog wild on people for a game that pleases itself on the ability to assassinate people silently uh you could sure do the opposite of that as well yes as long as they're dead by the end right and you're able to mm-hmm. escape. If that's no one's alive to catch you, you don't get caught. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was that, Oro? I said that, yeah, that's all the game cares about. It's just that your targets are dead. Yes. So, have you played anything else besides besides that? Um. WoW last night, I think. Yeah, I played played some of that that good old world of, of Warcraft. Instead of, playing games, instead of playing games with me, you played World of Warcraft. I'm, I mean, yes and no. As far as being bored of it, like, I don't know, I, I just I feel like I'm not, I'm either not able to play my class correctly or the class is just underpowered and I can't tell which is What the class case. are you? I'm a, I'm a rogue and I've, mm-hmm. I've swapped between, sound like rogue. I've swapped between a few different versions of rogue and yeah. I think it just comes down to like, I think, I think it really comes down to that the game is designed around the idea that you're going to make macros to play the game for you. Yeah. Like much, much of World of Warcraft in general seems built around the community will, will take up all of the, or pick up the slack for all the bullshit that we're missing. Yeah. Yeah. See, in, in Final that... Fantasy Eleven, you could build your own macros, but that was also mainly you didn't have hotbars. So you kind of had to build your own macros. Well, they um, they have a macro system in the game, right? And they used, I believe, when it first came out, they did not. No, and... it, they added that. They added that, and from what I was seeing, uh, around the late two thousands, yeah, around then. Yeah, they. I think that what had ha- what tends to happen is what you were saying was that WoW will come out. WoW came out. And then the community, you know, they were like, you know, we need macros. And so they had third-party apps that did macros. And then WoW brought it in. Um, And that seems to be the trend is that the community will build something. And then WoW will adopt that as the default. So I I don't know. I don't really dumb. Uh, you should uh, play Final Fantasy fourteen with me. I I don't. You know, know, I've been told I've been told by two people now that if I'm sick of WoW, I should just play Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, and... not not only that. Now you you might hate me for saying that, uh, because I am kind of uh whoring the shed a little bit. But the shed actually has a Final Fantasy fourteen link shell that has like eighty plus members in it, so you could potentially here's, join here's the thing. See, the thing is, I wouldn't even be playing WoW if it wasn't for the people that I'm playing it with. Yeah, because your wife is. Uh, yeah, it's, it's my wife, um, sister-in-law, and all of all of her siblings. Yeah, yeah, uh, are all playing it, and like I'm having fun playing with them. 
Right. But yeah, if if I wasn't playing with them, I would be playing games that are inherently fun. Well, that makes sense. Yes, because WoW isn't that fun. Uh, no, I, I'd really like to just, I'd like to finish Kingdom Hearts 3 so that I can go, wow, that was just, whew, that wasn't worth it. Um, it was good. Because I know it, that's it, what it's going to be. It was good, but the, the ending was weird. I bet you there's a special ending that I didn't see because I'm not 100% in the game. Huh? I doubt it. You doubt that there's a... Yep, because you know they've already confirmed their story DLC coming. Oh, is there? I didn't even know That's that. That's so stupid. Uh, you waited on. 12 years for this game. Are you ready to buy DLC for it? 13. 13 years for the 13 game. 13 years? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so... That's fucking stupid. So are you level, uh, what is it, 120 now in WoW? Yes. Okay. Yes, I hit level 120 last week. And Congratulations. I'll admit that it feels it feels really cool to like have a fuck ton of power. But at the same time, it's like I see other people, namely demon hunters, who can output literally four times as much damage as I can. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I don't what understand I, what, what I'm doing I hate, wrong. What I always hated about WoW, and I may have said this before, is the fact that any time they came out with a new expansion, they would basically make all of your work useless. And and, and that is that is still a thing. Yeah. Like what? Whenever uh, whenever it went from uh, whatever the last expansion was to to this one, or hell, even whenever uh, it went from Legion to uh i think it was warlords of draenor um it got rid of all of the special effects of your old weapons what so it got rid of yeah like, yeah they wow. super simplified down everything like um still, like your gears your even is super simplified down too isn't it yeah like your your stats are still like the, the stats carry over right like like any kind of special strength. ability like your the the weapon the special weapons that you got as part of like what made legion cool uh all of that stuff is gone. So they're just called legacy weapons now, and they just have really good stats, but nothing compared to what newer items will give you. Yeah, that's that's one thing that really upset me Like with WoW was my friends, I had friends that played it, and I just never got into it. And they're like, oh, well, you know, you you get this expansion and it's really nice because you get the like you get a green from a monster and it's better than what you had before. And I was like, so you worked literally for months to beat these raids. One of my friends was that was within the top five hunters on the entire game. Like he had the that good of gear that he was within the top five hunters, not just on his server but over every single server. And then he gets the expansion and he gets a green and it's better than all of that work that he put into it. And that... I, mean, it, I, I guess the, the problem though is that if you don't have that, then it kind of defeats the purpose of upgrading to the next expansion. Right, yeah. that's that's a part of the, the critical loop of the game is if there's not gear to continue upgrading, why do you keep playing? And well, and I, I understand I, I do think I do think that Destiny... Uh, of all games really fixes that problem or at least helps with it in that you can feed your newer weapons into your older weapons to make them more powerful so that if it has a, a unique ability that you like you don't have to give it up just because the light level of a newer weapon is bigger and I'm interrupt yeah, and, you real quick um, while we're already dragging down this intro are you still playing destiny uh i i haven't lately and i i don't i really want to own the i don't own the the dlc or whatever destiny 2 you mean yeah destiny do you need the dlc for it no like you you get you uh you get a lot of upgrades to the base experience um without owning the dlc but like you you know anything beyond the main campaign as far as like content wise you don't have access to obviously Play it for a while, and I think if it's good enough, we can go from there. I don't really have any interest in sinking any money into this. Speaking so, of uh, sinking, how's this intro going, Nathan? It's going well. Uh, where where can we find you? Uh, did you tell us where we can find you, Aroa? Yeah, I started. Yeah. Then. Oh, good. Uh, and sorry, it went on for so long that I forgot. Uh, Connor, <laughs> where can we find you, and what games have you been playing this week? You can find me at Twitter at Cyberpunk underscore Monk. The games that I've been playing this week are mostly Breath of the Wild. I've been playing Master Mode. I have all of the champion abilities upgraded to their plus variations, and I'm kicking ass in Ganon's Castle right now. So, you know, I probably got like a week or so left of that game before I really get bored of it. 
Um, yeah. It's still a great game, and I do think Master Mode is the way to play it. But now that I've spent almost 300 hours into this game, I'm sort of ready for something else. Speaking right. of something else, I picked up an indie game that I was looking forward to playing for quite a while now, Aragami, which recently released on Switch. I don't think I like it. You don't like it? I don't think I like it. Why not? I love stealth games. Um, I feel like the mechanics are either poorly explained or I'm just not... So maybe it's just a bad engine system as well. I feel like sometimes the shadows that you use in this game for all your abilities, sometimes they just don't work. Um, other times I feel like I shouldn't be visible to somebody and a punk will just walk up and one shot me. It, just, it, it seems, and I'm not even playing on the hardest difficulty or anything like that. It just, it seems like it's not fair and I'm not sure if it's the game or the, the engine that's running it or what. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've never played that. I haven't heard about this game until you just mentioned it. Oh, um, it was released on a, a whole ton of systems. I know it at least is on Steam as well. I was looking forward to it because I just want good stealth games for the Switch. Yeah. And I'm not sure if this is one of them. There was a, a stealth-like game that Aroa and I played, and it was really it was really weird. I liked the idea, but I don't think they had the budget to make it um, good. Uh, it was the the one where you play two different characters. One plays kind of like the operative hacking things, and the other person's trying to infiltrate the place. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It was. It's a uh, cool concept, but they could have used a couple more million dollars to make the game. I hear that. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's move on to stories. I teased. I'm gonna. Kind of get out of order here, but I teased this story at the beginning. Toe Jam and Earl, back in the groove. They re they released a new game. It was on Kickstarter not too long ago. And they decided uh, that they were going to port it to a lot more consoles than originally Kickstarted for. Because they got some funding from some people. So it actually took a little bit longer. Including than they, Macaulay Culkin? Including Macaulay Culkin. Uh, as you may know, he was in a few movies back in the 90s. Uh, kind of, kind of famous, just a little famous back then, like massively famous. He was in Home Alone, was in, um, uh, Richie Rich. I don't know what other movies he was in. He was in a lot of movies back then. And then he's kind of dropped off the face of the earth for a while. And I think he started doing drugs probably. And then now he's apparently the executive producer of Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove because he was a huge, um, gamer well not a huge gamer but he liked video games back in the day and he's been he's been breaking out and doing a lot of weird stuff lately like he was he was on a couple episodes of the angry video game nerd mm -hmm. and he started his own website but apparently he met with some people be, decided to become executive producer which helped them obviously he's even though he's not a huge star and not in a lot of movies anymore he's still got that name recognition so it helps put it out there so they were able to release it on like the switch the pc i believe the xbox one and, and ps4 but i'm not sure i got it on the pc and it is pretty much a remake of the first toe jam and earl game have, have either of you ever played that or are you too young i've played it back in the genesis did you okay mm -hmm. so i didn't i played it a little bit i played the original i played the toe shitty game. platformer that was a sequel to it I was going to say, I played the platformer a lot more than the original, uh, mainly because I didn't really have uh, control over what video games I got when I was like eight. And so I got Toe Jam and Earl 2, not Toe Jam and Earl 1. And it was okay. The I, I, uh, what, what the big question is, did you play the Xbox game? You know, I played the demo for it, but I did not play the, the <laughs> so original Xbox game. And... Uh, I I want to play it. I I don't think it would be that great of a game. But did you play the Dreamcast game? There there Dreamcast. was a Dreamcast there was a Dreamcast game in production, but that never got released because the Dreamcast died and then they moved that over to the original Xbox. So uh they they ported it they didn't directly port it they actually went and redid a lot of the stuff and so the well, dreamcast version is... it would have been a dreamcast game on xbox yeah and the the dreamcast version was a lot different and they i think they've released a rom for it so if you want to you can download the rom and and burn it and play it on the dreamcast but there are some it's only about 80 to 90 percent complete so there are some bugs and and i don't think it's completely finished but anyway back in the groove it's 20 dollars, which made me happy i was happy that it was only 20 bucks so i bought it 
Yeah, that's so worth it. Yeah, it's it's not a bad game. It's good. It's got um, co-op on it, so you can. So if I want to, and Earl's up for it, I can play Toe Jam and Earl with Earl. So I uh, I definitely recommend getting it, especially because uh, you know it's it's a really good game. That's a love letter to the the original on the Sega Genesis. And I hear the next one they're gonna make is a crappy platformer. So. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on. Let's talk about another new game that recently got announced. It hasn't been released. It's going to be released on the Nintendo Switch, I guess, later this year. That's what, I, what I've heard, but I could be wrong. And that's Pokemon Sword and Shield. I, I wonder what the third version is going to be. But Sword and Shield are the new names for Pokemon. They're, they're going to run out of this and this to, to name yeah. their... What? What's when? Yeah, they won't. Uh, they won't. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that you can. They'll they'll start going to like they'll go to like like cup and saucer before they run out. Um, <laughs> like they're, bowl they're, and plate. They're going. They're gonna do that. They're gonna do uh, cats and dogs, uh, living together. Fork and spoon. The third one will be knife. No, it's gonna be spork. It's gonna be spork. Oh, oh. yeah. Blah. So so <laughs> they've they've announced the three starters. And the one that's getting the they're most all attention. They're all the same. They're all the same. No, the one that's getting the most attention I've seen was uh, Sobble. Sobble, it looks like a little, uh, like a, a, what would you say that looks like? I would say it looks like a, a blue frog, kind of? I heard blue chameleon. Like frog Chameleon, squirrel. okay. And uh, it's, apparently it cries. That's why they call it Sobble. Then you got uh, Score Bunny, which is a, a bunny I've rabbit. seen a lot of Score Bunny memes. Yeah, Score Bunny is the fire fighter bunny. And then Grookey is looks like a monkey. It is a monkey. Yeah. Grookey, that makes sense. And it's uh it's the grass type Pokemon. They all look the fucking same. They all do look very like all the faces are super round. All the heads are the same shape. Yeah. They on both different bodies. just have two eyes and like no uh, Grookey and Sable, I guess, don't stand on two feet all the time, but yeah. They, they're basically they have two arms and two legs well look like, at look, what they did was they put this into no man's sky and just picked the first three that they saw and no the these are way cuter than anything on no man's sky so it apparently takes place they're theorizing it takes place in europe so uh, UK. the uk all so the, you, don't all the characters like have accents or something or i haven't paid attention that far but if you do I look there one of them's wearing like that. a coat anyway yeah. Uh, if you look at the map here, there looks to be like castles, which is pretty cool. There's a and, big bend right in the middle. Yeah, there's a big bend that makes that makes a lot of sense. So I'm actually really excited because it's actually a, a real Pokemon game for the Nintendo Switch. And they're going back to random encounters and hopefully they're getting rid of that stupid did either of you play pokemon uh let's go let's go with a spinoff it was obviously a spinoff and not going to have anything to do with mainline pokemon games well i know i know that no one with a brain would have thought otherwise well no because i could see them being like well i still like the catching system so we're gonna put that in this new switch game because we need motion controls and i'm i know they didn't uh i could see them doing that I could really see them doing that. I How, really hope they don't. I hope they don't either, but... You know, and I'm the pretty worst sure part not. of Pokemon Let's Go was? The stupid the, fucking motion controls when you it, weren't playing in handheld mode. It you know, really the worst was. part of Pokemon Go was there's a Pokemon game. Shut up, Aroa. I take it from Aroa. Yeah, wow, Aroa. Your, uh, your opinions are bad. Forgot, I forgot uh, about that. I, I don't like Pokemon anymore. I haven't liked Pokemon since, like, Gen 4. I I still I have nostalgia. I can't help not liking Pokemon. Like it's it's, I, it's okay. I like Pokemon there. as a franchise, but not. I have not touched a single one since uh, I tried to play Heart Gold and uh, stopped uh, like several hours in. Why did you Heart do that? Gold Why would you stop? Right. I I would say I've stopped giving a fuck about Pokemon. Like I think it's still a solid RPG. Yeah. Um, probably one of the reasons I didn't like Pokemon Go is because it's not as solid of an RPG, but. Like, I stopped giving a fuck what I was playing with back at, like, the end of Gen 3. They're sort of just creatures that I stuff in balls, and, you know, suddenly I'll get my team of six that I'll be fighting with for the rest of the game. Uh, the Having fun with the game is no longer about catching them all, but they are still fun games. Yeah. Because there's about like fucking 900 Pokemon now. Come on. I don't know why yeah. they can't just... Well, I know why. It's because they can sell more toys doing it this way, but... Yay, toys! 
like I, I i always thought that the persona series was a really good way of doing a pokemon style game without needing to create a bunch of bland new designs every few years i agree like, I they, agree, just, they reuse mostly the same character uh, yeah mostly the same characters yeah over they, and over they use a lot of the same uh persona basically in in the games and i really like persona as well i think that it is a very solid rpg i honestly wish it was about half the length that that the persona games are because uh a hundred plus hours for a rpg is a little much for me nowadays now that i'm you know 31 years old and have a life and stuff well i don't really have a life but i have a job job. yeah and so uh, it would be nice if they were about 50 hours long instead of 100 hours long. But I do really think that the Persona games are, are some of the best RPGs that have been released within recent years. So anyway, let's move on to some techie stuff. Uh, and... Fair warning. If my computer explodes, it's because I terminated this speech runtime executable. Okay, perfect. It's, uh, it's eating all my RAM, so okay. Uh, hopefully I'm still here. So we're going to talk about USB 3.2 and how USB naming scheme is going to get messed up. So good thing is USB 3.2 is getting released. It is going to offer um, 20 gigabits per second transfer speeds. And could I just say, God damn? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's really... That's a lot of data. It is. It is a lot of data. That would... Like, you could take a full 4K movie and transfer it in, like, less than 10 seconds. What is that compared to Thunderbolt? I don't know. Somebody look that up while I while I talk about USB 3.2. So it's going to be USB 3.2 compatible controllers will allow 20 gigabits per second speeds. They will be available later this year. Uh, The first USB 2.2... 3.2 3.2 chips are likely to arrive on high-end motherboards this summer, though we'll have to wait a bit longer for the peripherals that take advantage of the standard with 20 uh, with 2020 put forward as a possible date. This is all from TechSpot. 40. So, yeah, they're claiming 40 on the Thunderbolt cable. Oh, well, that's good. I feel like that's not right. Yeah, 40 gigabit per right? second on Thunderbolt 3 specifically. Oh, okay. So 3.2 is set to absorb the USB 3.0 and 3.1 branding. So 3.1 Gen 1, so which has up to 5 gigabits per second, was formerly known as 3.0, will become 3.2 Gen 1. It will have the marketing name of Superspeed USB. USB 3.1 Gen 2, meanwhile, which supports 10 gigabits per second, will become USB 3.2 Gen 2, a.k.a. Superspeed USB 10 gigabits per second. Finally, the upcoming new spec will be called USB 3.2 Gen 2x2, which has two high-speed 10 gigabits per second lanes, only possible with USB Type-C. Its official name is Superspeed USB 20 gigabits per second. Hey, uh, hey, Reed, I got a question for you. What the hell were they doing at the <laughs> USB Implementers Forum when they named this thing USB 3.2 Generation 2x2? I, uh, well, I understand. Yeah. So if you, look at this, if you look at this picture, basically what it does is that there are... they built That's into fine. The, it's fine that it's representative of what it does. But it's not that's a good name. A it breaks name. naming convention. Yeah, they should have just... I get it. And also, why are they renaming the old versions of USB 3.whatever instead of just fucking calling it USB 3.2? This whole thing's been made incredibly, incredibly more difficult than it needs to be. Yeah, they should have just had USB 3.0, 3.1, and 3.2, and just have 3.2 only available in the USB-C. In fact, they shouldn't even called it USB... 3.2 3.2 they should have called it like USB-C 3.2 or something yeah. like that that way it would be you would know it's a USB-C cable and it's the 3.2 standard which ava- which apparently isn't available in USB-A or USB-B standard it has to be USB-C yeah. yeah it's it's because of the way that they're doing the the shit you were about to explain yeah uh, and the reason they call it the 2x2 two two is because it instead of using one lane, like USB 3.2 Gen 2, I guess, it uses uh, two lanes, so it has double the data rate, which is pretty sweet. So uh, Thunderbolt... And in case I... you're wondering why Thunderbolt is so much faster, 
because it links directly into the PCI Express bus of uh, of the machine because it's it's technically it's proprietary Intel tech. Yes, yes, indeed. So I uh, I I really I like the idea of the tech. I don't like the idea of the names. And Thunderbolt is great, by the way. I really like Thunderbolt. I don't have it on any of my stuff, but the fact that you can take your sh- not great laptop and bring it home and then plug a uh, an actual PCI port onto it so that you can play games with like an actual card, like with actual graphics card, that's pretty great. I like that you can mm-hmm. do that. I, I think it's limited to 8 by, but it's still really good. Yeah, you're you're still not going to really haunt, like you're not going to fill up those lanes with a a graphics card. Plus, it is really cool because even though those enclosures cost like $500, you can put whatever you want in there as long as it's the PCI standard. So you could just be like, I want to put USB 3.0 ports on here, and that's that's what you can do, which is stupid, but you can do it. So I really do like uh, Thunderbolt, but I'm I'm hoping that it's the only reason that MacBooks remain competitive. It is, it is, but and but there are some other companies like like ASUS and stuff. They their higher end notebooks have Thunderbolt on them as well. I believe. Yeah, there there are multiple Dell laptops that do it. Uh, after Dell made their proprietary external display adapter, they probably felt pretty burned by the advent of thunderbolt external displays well they also have alienware has external displays as well yeah so they're owned by dell that's true that's true that i know that i was just saying that they have their own and then i think that one was 500 dollars, and i think the other ones are a little cheaper but they're still way too overpriced like that should be maybe a hundred dollar add-on but they're selling yeah. it for three to five hundred dollars usually, which is retarded. Anyway, let's move on to uh, Overwatch. Our Overwatch story here. Baptiste. Anybody excited about the new hero? He's a healer, apparently. I am. So, uh, do did you look through all of his skills? I've looked through his skills. I saw his origin video thing. I haven't oh, okay. actually seen him in use yet. I know he's on the PTR. Yeah, I'm sort he's... of waiting until he comes out. I wanna want to keep it fresh yeah exactly i'm i'm waiting for him to actually get released to the public so that we can test and not just the public test server because theoretically if if you get in there and he's overpowered they're gonna they're gonna nerf him so right, i'm gonna right. wait so he he's the new hero i didn't want i didn't watch his launch video but i i have read about it obviously and according to TechSpot, we his skills are one's the biotic launcher uh, a three-round burst with significant damage output. That's his his gun. It looks like. Yeah, it sort of looks like uh, Soldier Seventy Six alternate fire, but yeah. it can also heal your allies. Uh, yeah, and you can heal allies by lobbing projectiles near them. Regenerative regenerative burst. God, I can't talk today. Uh, heals himself and allies over time. Immortality field uses a generator to create a field around himself that prevents allies from dying. Now that is really cool. I believe from what I was reading, it only lasts about eight seconds. But eight seconds it would, can make a difference. It would uh, make a difference. Like think of you have a rip tire coming towards you, or if Diva's ult comes in and mm-hmm. you're able to click that button, you're able to get that immortality for eight seconds and survive that. Or uh, even, I wonder if it'll work for uh, for blocking out Maze ult so that oh, you don't get frozen. Uh, yeah, maybe. So being able to, to get away from that attack and because that can, if you have that and then somebody else ults, basically your whole your whole team's getting wiped because if mm-hmm. if everyone's frozen and they're not able to run away from like the diva nerf or uh the diva's nerf this or the riptire then they're all screwed so really really liking that that counter to a lot of these skills i bet you that if they're gonna nerf anything they're gonna nerf that down by to like four seconds yeah that's, uh, that's either the time or i mean the way i was trying to rationalize it is if any other player they'd want to do that think like Danyata. It's gonna cost him his ult, but it could save the team if it if it's a nerf that's through a rip tire, like Nathan said earlier. Having yeah. just the ability to do that, like and not even as an ult, just you know, on a timer with a cooldown, 
That seems a little ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, you have Amplification Matrix creates a matrix that doubles the damage and healing of any pr- friendly projectiles that pass through it. For example, if Anna shoots a healing dart through the matrix, the dart's healing power will increase when it hits an ally. But it will also, if she doesn't hit an ally and she hits an enemy, it will then <laughs> hurt that enemy for double damage. And that's really cool. I like that. I don't know how effective it's going to be, but I do like it. And then he also has exo boots, which I think these are pretty cool. You you press control and you crouch, and it charges up uh, a super jump, kind of like in Super Mario Brothers two. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're able to get a super jump out of him because of his exo boots. So I am really looking forward to using this probably slightly overpowered champion. He seems like he's going to have a nice mix of damage and healing possibilities that may lean a little bit more into the damage rather than the healing. But he he seems like a better all-around support character, which they definitely need more support characters and they need more tanks because they have a lot of damage dealers, but they don't have a lot of, of tanks or healers compared to the amount of, of damage. So Sure, sure. Best case scenario, get more people like Bridget or Baptiste who are going to be able to help in that front. Yeah. And and I like I like Bridget I like um, uh, I'm trying to think of any other I like Lucio um, and Zenyatta can do a lot of damage but I'm really bad at Zenyatta so mm. uh, his healing also is kind of not that great like it's okay mm, you just gotta know how to it's it's bad because you sort of have to focus heal to be effective yeah. but I would actually say Zenyatta is probably one of the best healers in the game see I would disagree I'm 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 going it's still Lucio and Mercy so mm, Lucio I could argue because it's an AOE. I actually, when I do have to play healer, Lucio is usually my go-to if I'm not maining my Zen. Well, yes, that's me too. It's a boring Mercy, conversation. Mercy has the ability to raise people. So, oh my god, don't what? ever, <laughs> don't ever pause WMI provider service or provider host. <laughs> so, if you do that, nothing runs. Nothing new ever runs. I've been sitting here this whole time going what in the fuck is going on why can't i run any applications and i could and my hotkeys weren't working and like so many weird things and then i went i wonder if it has anything to do with that wmi provider host thing that i suspended because i couldn't kill it and then i unsuspended it and all of my inputs (laughs) since yesterday suddenly played all at once and discord (laughs) just exploded in my ears (laughs) Good. Well, good. Welcome back, buddy. I'm glad welcome you back. survived. Yeah. So Sonic employees are quitting in mass, and they taped a note to the door. So this was where was it? It was the staff of Circleville, Ohio. That's a. Uh, I just gotta say that's a shitty name for a city, Circleville. But they. they Don't actually, you live in Prineville? I live in Prineville, and Circleville is worse. So uh, let's. And thanks for doxing me, buddy. That's that's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit it out if you really care. I don't Time to really edit care. it. No, no, I don't do that. So the, the the staff in Circleville decided that they were going to quit. Pretty much all of them at, at the Sonic in Circleville. And they taped a note to the door that said, Due to terrible management, the whole store has quit. The company has been sold to people that don't give a, a fuck about anyone but themselves. Sorry for the inconvenience, but our team refuses to work for a company that treats their employees like they are shit when they have put everything into this store. They, they put story, but I imagine they meant store. Uh, we have worked- It's probably an E. That's This person doesn't have the greatest uh, handwriting. Go ahead and finish it. Yeah. We have worked too hard. Uh, he should have put two T-O-O, whatever. Too hard for too long. Again, T-O-O instead of T-O. Uh, we're all off to better things. So to the new owners, fuck you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> basically what happened, from what I understand, was that the new owners came in and they dropped everyone's wages from minimum or or slightly above minimum wage to a tipped wage and the tipped wage in ohio is four dollars an hour so they went in there into a fast food place dropped all of their wages to about four dollars an hour where you have to then make up the money in tips to make yourself minimum wage do people tip at sonic no no I feel like people don't tip at Sonic. No, no, also, it's a fast food place. You don't tip at a fast food fucking place. 
Well, also, to, Ohio, what are you doing with the minimum tipping wage of $4 an hour? That's not enough to live off. That's pretty much any place that has a tipped wage is $4 an hour. That's so fucked. So uh, do keep in mind, however, not to discredit these uh, these kids because uh, nobody ever really thinks about this fact, but you are federally obligated to get at least federal minimum wage, even if your tipped wage, like if your tipped wages do not meet federal minimum wage, right? Your right. employer legally has to provide you federal minimum wage. You're, and, you're and if they don't do that, that, that's illegal. You're you're correct. About I know that. that I know that most people aren't going to say anything because they don't want to lose their jobs. But obviously, these guys didn't care about losing their jobs. Well, well, and here's the thing, though, that doesn't happen. A lot of the times, the employers and they, and they talk about this in the comments uh, of this story that's on Gizmodo. But um, a lot of times, the employers will not give them the like, not make up that money. And then just say that the employee is lying about it. They're like, oh, they're getting yeah. the tipped wages. So, yeah, and there's no real proof. That's, yeah, the point, or the, the thing is that they're supposed to have proof of that. And if they don't, then the employee, the employer is still obligated. Right. And, and but, that is, that is correct. But as, as we're talking about that, a lot of times that goes into I'm sure plenty of lawyers so. out there would be more than willing to sue Sonic to get some money. I, I am sure of that as well, but they also might not because they might I'm, not see I, it as they might not see it as enough money to actually take up the case. I I don't know. Like because I, I think I think there I think there are newer lawyers out there who would who would really like to have their name out there as being like, yep, I successfully sued Sonic or whatever. Well, but here's the thing: if this is a franchise. Or if this is, it seems like it's privately owned and they, and they're, they they're privately owned franchises. Right. Yeah. And so they would have to sue this singular franchise and that might so not make So you them still money. get money. Right. But that might not, again, lawyers tend to go for higher value things. So, um, yeah, but not lawyers... if they're, not if they're little pissant lawyers that just got out of law school. Even, like I'm even saying, then. You, you can, you can fight this. It's just that they decided to fight it with just quitting, quitting. and having the franchise. But, but what, what, like, if you're looking at hospitals, there was a thing going around with hospitals. And one thing that, of course, Greg Walden voted for was making a minimum or a maximum for the amount of damages you can get from medical malpractice. And they passed a law like that in Texas. And what it did was it makes lawyers not want to sue hospitals because they don't see themselves making enough money from doing it. So they stop suing. And so it's actually really hard to find a lawyer who will do a medical malpractice suit for you in Texas because the maximum amount that you can get is only around $250,000. Which I don't entirely understand that either because ultimately you still have to pay your lawyer either way right so. but you do have to pay your lawyer but a lot of times they take a percentage of the earn of the winnings and if that percentage doesn't equal what they value their time at then they're or they just it. charge you four thousand dollars a month that's true they, they probably do charge you that much they do do that yes so they, um, they do i know this <laughs> so most likely these people are going to even if they lose and it's their fault that you lost yes so now, what are these kids going to do who quit Sonic? I, I presume they're kids. They're uh, going to go work at a different fast food place. That's what they're going to do. They're going to go work at a different fast food place. They're going to go work at Walmart. They're going to work at, which sadly, Walmart pays $11 an hour. So even though it's still not great wages and they, they're kind of slave drivers, uh, that's $7 more an hour than what Sonic was paying them. So. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what they're going to, or they're going to move to Oregon where the minimum wage is like $10 and 50 cents an hour. So, um, Oregon is, uh, is the best state or one of the best. I'm really, states. I'm really happy for these, for these people though. That they're, they're able quit. to just quit. Yeah. Like that's really cool. I, I, there are so many situations where I wish I could see that happen and it happened here and that's great. Right. Uh, that's, uh, that's partially happening at the place I work at right now. Where everyone's quitting. Yeah. That's not good, Roa. It's wonderful. I love it because I'm I'm not affected by it. All it does, because it's all people underneath of me. So the more people that quit underneath of me, the less work I have to do. Nice, nice. <laughs> and like, meanwhile, upper management's like, uh oh, maybe we're doing something wrong. And everybody was like, yeah, we told you, motherfucker. Yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. There's a lot of people that uh, where I work at has a pretty high turnover rate just because it's it's kind of grueling work and they don't pay you well enough. So exactly, that's yeah. what happens. Let's talk. Let's switch. Let's switch over, and we're going to talk about video games again. We're going to talk about uh, Plague Plague Inc. Have either of you played Plague Inc.? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say this is actually probably the only. It was originally a mobile game. Probably the only mobile game I've ever sank a significant amount of time into. And what this is is it's a game where you create viruses and try to take over the world with viruses. You're basically trying to kill everyone on Earth with the Black Plague. And it's it's actually a fairly hard game. And if you pirate the game, you actually can't. I don't think you can win. I think there's a... a oh, you can. Oh, is oh, can you? You can win. It's just incredibly hard. I think that if because if I remember right, there's an achievement for beating it with the with the pirate mode on. Oh Unless wow! It's a different game. I'm thinking that's of. amazing. So, uh, Plague Inc. Very hard game. It's 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 incredibly difficult to win uh, because eventually the scientists will just will come over and uh, find cures or or vaccines for your uh, for the plague that you're starting and. They're adding in anti-vaxxers into Plague Inc., which, if you don't know what an anti-vaxxer is, good. Uh, but I'm going to ruin that that joy of, of ignorance for you. It's nobody, an, Nathan. Get down with it. An anti-vaxxer is somebody who uh, is against vaccinating their children because they're um, stupid. And, and they believe that vaccines will cause little things like uh, autism and stuff little little things minor things like autism and things that have been scientifically proven not to well for some reason they had a poll and they're like do you think we should add or they had a petition and the petition was by the community of plague inc asking that plague inc add in anti-vax and plague inc developer said if we if this petition gets more than 10,000 petitioners then we will add in anti-vax and it got 20,000 petitioners so they are adding in anti-vax which i think that this is great with the developers actually listening to their community and uh i wonder if that's going to make the game easier (laughs) probably slash hopefully (laughs) yeah so i really i I like plague inc and i really like that the, the developers are doing this uh, I think, have I ever told you the run-in I've had with an anti-vaxxer in real life? Sure, you're going to anyways. I'm going to. I'm going to. So I had a friend that I, I knew in high school, and her brother was actually autistic. And so after high school, we were friends on Facebook, and she had posted something about vaccines and being bad. And I was just like, you do realize that no scientific evidence has came out and said that vaccines cause autism like there's zero evidence that this happened and then i got a notification that somebody had commented on it and i clicked on it and i looked and my comment wasn't there so the person had deleted my comment (laughs) and so i was like i apparently my comment was either deleted or it didn't get posted but i just want to say that there's no scientific evidence that shows that vaccines cause autism and the person ended up blocking me this person that I had been friends with for over like six years blocked me because I brought up science. Worth. So, yeah, worth it. Fucker. Um, anyway, so I, I really like that. It's definitely not still bitter about it at all. Just a little bit, actually. I'm a little bit bitter about it. So that's that's a fucker. Anyway, let's go on to Microsoft and Xbox One game compatibility. This is interesting. Uh, did either of you take a look at this story? Mm-hmm. This okay. one's a game changer. It would be a game changer, especially since I have an Xbox One, so I would have officially wasted money. Uh, Microsoft is offering, uh, this is from over overclock3d.net. I always hate .net or .co. Just, just have .coms, guys. Uh, let's read through this. Microsoft's new Xbox, or I'm sorry, Microfox, Microfox, I cannot talk to gay. Uh, Microsoft's Xbox platform has been growing closer to Windows PC for quite some time with the Xbox Play Anywhere program, bringing all new first-party Xbox games to PC, PC with support for cross-saves and cross-platform features. In the next paragraph, it says, with Windows build 18334, some Windows 10 insiders are gaining access to State of Decay, a game that will be available uh, to play for a limited time for free. Sadly, Microsoft didn't reveal much more information, but after some digging, 
by Thrott, it appears as if Windows 10 is getting some form of Xbox One game support. So it's saying that the the version of State of Decay is coming from the Xbox servers rather than the Windows 10 store and is using a .xvc format, which is designed specifically for Xbox One and not for PC. So it says the new file format can be installed by Windows. It appears as if Windows 10 is getting support for a bit or a lot of Xbox One's unique file formats, opening the door for some some form of console emulation on PC. So what do you guys think about this? I think it's awesome. And yeah. I'll get into my thoughts here in a little bit. Uh, what about you, Aroa? Mm, uh, Things might, uh, might be jumping jumping a bit. Doesn't seem right. Why doesn't it seem right? Just because the Xbox One's file format is used in one game that gets brought to uh, to PC. I don't think necessarily indicates that they're they're going to put Xbox games on PC because they're already doing that. They are already doing that. But but what I see here is if they're if they build an emulator, let's say they build an emulator within Xbox. I'm sorry, within Windows 10 that allows you to play Xbox formatted games. Whether whether it's only from the store or if you if you have a Blu-ray drive, you can put it on a disc. Most likely just from the store. That would make it a lot easier for Microsoft to bring games over instead of having to port them over to PC PC and have them run that way. They can just have them run in this emulator and it would be easier for them to get it to work if they just had this one emulator that worked for all Xbox games, Xbox One games. We'll say it does seem interesting that they would include a video game in an insider build for some reason so they have to be testing it for for some particular reason so i i guess i could see that being, yeah being the case that they're they're trying to uh they're trying to homogenize they've, they've been moving with with homogenizing the, the platform in the first place for, yeah. for quite some time i mean this this also would kind of mean that that a lot of their Xbox One sales would die off. But they don't care anyway. They barely make anything off the hardware in the first place. That's true. And so if they could just sell the software, I guess it makes a lot more sense to to do that and then just have hardware as a secondary. Yeah, just look at Game Pass. Game Pass is definitely a big moneymaker for them. Right. They wouldn't be including all of their newer games in Game Pass if it wasn't. Right. I can only assume then that the idea behind this is that if they if they can get Xbox games like Xbox 360 and Xbox One games running on PC and make them part of Game Pass, then more people are going to buy Game Pass. Right. So I'm I'm really excited for this. I hope it happens. I could I could definitely see this happening and having official Xbox support on Windows 10. And I tell you what I what I would like. What I, what would be really exciting for me. Bubsy 3D is, remake. Is if is if Rock Band worked with it. That's true cuz Rock Band would be would be really good cuz they they had that kick it wasn't Kickstarter, it was a different one, right? It was uh, yeah, it's the one run by Double Fine. Yeah. Uh, and that I can't remember the name of Fig. Right, and they wanted to do that, but then for some reason it didn't meet its goal of 1.5 million dollars cuz it didn't have online multiplayer. Oh yeah, cuz that was dumb not to put that in to be fair. Yeah, it was. And then and... they added it later to the console versions and didn't relaunch the crowdfunding campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you would have they would have to make it so that the emulator would also support the guitar, the drums, and all that. If it supports Xbox Xbox input, all those other drivers are loaded by the game. Oh, yeah, it okay. should be one for one map, shouldn't it? Yeah, yep. cool. Yeah, that would be good. And then we could play Rock Band um, on PC. And the, the more important thing is that it would be even easier to load customs into Rock Band. Is it? Can you load customs into Rock Band right now? You can Rock load Band. them into Rock Band three. Uh, I think. I think it's. Uh, it's either three or two. I think it's three though. You can. Um, you can either have a modded three sixty, or you can do some weird shit where you like have to have an older copy of the game, and uh, you have to install one specific title update, but not the newest title update, and that opens an exploit in the uh, in the the indie song catalog thing yeah uh but but not the, the new rock one. band network but you can't do yeah it no not one. not four 
You can't do okay. it with four. But the thing is, four doesn't add anything that matters. So, yeah. I mean, all, all it would really do is just be more convenient. Right. So okay. If you, if you want Rock Band Customs, go get yourself a, a 360 at a pawn shop for like 50 bucks and, and get on that shit. I got, a three, so, I got a 360 from a thrift store for like 10 bucks. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's, so, it's so worth it. Well, like, so I, I, I bought a couple. To do they, it, but all my 360s yeah. are broken. The, yeah, this one didn't work because the um uh the disk drive was broken, and then you don't need disk drive, huh? You don't need disk drive. Yeah, you do. And then uh the but but here's the deal. Okay, so that that first one I bought, it was also one of the original style ones that you know. Oh, gross has a tendency to uh, die. So I ended up getting that one, and I was like, let's see if it works. And it turns on and everything, but the disk drive doesn't work. So I open up the disk drive, and there was grandma porn in it. Oh, yeah, I remember you talking about that. <laughs> and then I bought another one a few months ago that's the newer style, and it works and didn't have grandma porn. So that was disappointing. But it does work. Everything's fine. So I have a in my in my bedroom I have an Xbox One, an Xbox three sixty, and a PS three. And then in my um in my main gaming room I have like a PS four, a Nintendo Switch, my gaming PC, um, and a bunch of other consoles hooked up. So I'm a nerd. Yeah. Anyway. Get a get a get a get a three sixty and mod it, everybody. Because it's it. so worth it. It really is. Anyway, let's uh let's end this. Let's end this chat. By thanking Andrew O'Reilly McVane. Uh, yep, I was here. And thank you, Connor, to the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. <laughs> that was that was just your 3D printer. You were holding the microphone up to your 3D printer. I thought it made great audio. Uh huh. And, and I was you, right. And thank you, Nathan Rain Spruth, for being here and hosting this podcast every single week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Make sure if you listen to the end that you follow us on Spotify or TuneIn, or Stitcher, or uh, Google Play, or iTunes. All the links are down below, and we will see you next weekend. Thank you for being here, and goodbye. And that's when Nathan discovered the recording failed again.